Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks Right, the platform where I talk about relationships, love, sex, and everything under the umbrella, all from my perspective. And as always, let me say thank you to everyone who listens and supports this podcast. My topic for tonight is to X or not X. You know, everyone can imagine what it feels like to fall in love with the same person all over again. But should you? Tonight, I want to look at the pros and cons of getting back together with an ex-lover. Everything from remembering why you broke up in the first place to how your past relationship will shape the new one. Also, I'll discuss what it takes to navigate an old flame in a modern world and how to make sure this time is the real thing. Plus, my question tonight is, what's the hype around sex gummies? So go ahead and do me a favor, sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with a question tonight. Alright, so my question tonight is, what is the hype around sex gummies? Now, before we go any further, yes, I have taken a gummy bear. And it has a different, uh, it's not your average gummy, trust me. You know, in a world of boring late night and vanilla flavors, it's no wonder why sex gummies are taking the bedroom by storm. These delicious treats are, are sure to light a spark between you and your partner. But don't let the flavor fool you. These ain't your average gummy bears. One, they're packed with natural aphrodisiacs. So, these sex gummies will provide an extra boost for you and your partner in the bed. Whether you're just starting out or looking for something new, taking a sex gummy will take your intimate moments to the next level. They come in a variety of flavors and colors, like I said, and um, they contain natural aphrodisiacs like pomegranates, uh, mecca root, and horny goat weed. Because... Understand when you take an aphrodisiac like pomegranates or horny goat weed and even ginseng, it will enhance your desire and libido and take your performance to the next level. I think more and more people are discovering the, the pleasure that these gummy bears provide in the bedroom. Some people have said that, you know, having taken these gummy bears are a must for lovers, or you must have them for, you know, for lovers to add to the the spark in the bedroom. Now, I really don't believe that. I think it's, it's more of a choice. It does, personally speaking, it does take sex to a different level. It adds to the that moment, no doubt definitely a perfect way to set the mood and with each bite it's going to flood your body and your mind with desires and exhilarating sensations that only a lover can bring out in you sex gummies do have a positive health benefit according to some studies consuming sex gummies will boost your mood reduce stress and, and, and anxiety improve intimacy and overall relationship happiness. Every day, more and more shoppers who are looking to to enhance um, 
what's going on in the bedroom do look for sex gummies because they understand or they you know heard that it provides a, a extra boost to the uh, physical pleasure these are designed these are edibles are designed to uh, stimulate all five senses because with the different flavors the colors and textures plus aromas sex gummies have been known to make people feel more sensitive and responsive to the touch which leads to an overall sexual satisfaction and performance now sex gummies are easy and convenient to use making them ideal for those who who are looking for a fast um, fast discreet option to boosting your libido I think the popularity of sex gummies stems from the fact that it is convenient and it's easy to use and it, 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 it don't require additional equipment or you know complicated techniques all you gotta do is place it in your mouth and, and sit and wait for the magic to kick in and trust me <laughs> trust me if you've never taken a gummy if you've never taken a sex gummy you will see magic right before your eyes <laughs> now and I speak from uh, from experience and I've talked to a lot of people well not a lot of people I've talked to some people who have had the same feeling or the same sensation and um, even though we are different Everybody kind of explain. Everybody's explanation seemed the same when I was doing my um, when I was doing my research or just asking about the that feeling that you get when you take it. Because it, it, the popularity has grown within the last what five to ten years. It, it could have been it could have been longer, but I've no I've only known about it for about six years about these type of uh, um, these type of gummies. So. Plus, they don't contain any any artificial ingredients or hormones, so it makes it a safe and healthy way to increase your uh, sex pleasure. Now, with the right combination of flavors and sensation, they will provide hours, <laughs> hours of pleasure and, and happiness. So go ahead, nibble away, one bite and you'll be hooked. Thanks to Sex Gummy, it's time to explore the hype around the sex extent. Now, once again, I'm not recommended. I'm not saying, hey, go take a sex gummy and have great sex. J.R. Robinson, and when he speaks erotica, is not putting that out there. This is my disclaimer. I'm just speaking about this topic. If you choose to take one, that's on you. I'm just telling you my experience and experience that of others that I know and the stuff that I've read about. So if you choose to take it, that's on you. But I will say, it's one of those feelings you'll never forget. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic of the night. topic of the night is to X or not X. Is it true that if someone loved you once, 
you can love them again. Can two people return to the same place that brought them so much joy and start anew? Could a reunion of ex-lovers be the answer to reigniting the spark of romance? This notion is often met with skepticism and doubt. But the answer may surprise you. In some cases, a rekindled relationship could have an even brighter flame than before. Between time apart, lessons learned, and a mature level of understanding, revisiting a past connection can be just what two people need to break away from boredom and discover something entirely new. Is it possible to rekindle a past relationship if both parties are willing? They say that time heals all wounds, but what if the wound never healed in the first place? What if you still long for the the one who got away? It's easy to feel like you'll never be able to find your way back, but there is still hope. It might seem impossible to pick up where you left off, but it isn't. You have to be willing to put aside what it is that what was the issue, get past it, and then open your heart and, and communicate and be willing to move past the past, you know? The chances of rekindling a past romance are always present and often far greater than we think. If both parties are willing to open their hearts and minds, it's possible to bridge the gap and make magic happen. The thrill of knowing what is possible can even be more exciting than reality could ever be. So don't give up on love. Don't let go of the possibility of getting back what was lost. Take a leap of faith and take a chance on something beautiful. Rekindle the flame and see what happens. Couples who rekindle their relationship often find that they have learned from the from their prior mistakes and can make the second time around even better. Now, my personal feelings about second chances, I really don't care for them because I've always been a firm believer if you can't figure out what happened the first time or if you are unwilling or unable to sustain any obstacle that comes your way the first time in a relationship, What's to say you're going to be able to do it, a second, do it the second time around? Now, you may say you, you mature a little bit more or you have a different insight. But personally, um, I just don't see it happening. You know, and I'm wrong. To a certain degree, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? I have been proven wrong. I have seen relationships go you know, have to go through two or three times, sometimes four times, for them to blossom and, and have a chance to stand on two legs and move forward and be happy and sustain happiness. I have seen it personally with my own four eyes. <laughs> I have seen people overcome obstacles and be willing to, you know, get over whatever it is that was in their path to find true happiness. It does exist. But in my world, I just see things a little bit differently. So it's kind of, excuse me, it's kind of, when I pick topics, I know I've mentioned this before, I I try to pick them where I talk about different things. 
but sometimes I can get caught up in what it is that I don't like and a lot of times I have to remember this ain't about me this podcast ain't about who I am or what I've done it's about what goes wrong, what goes on around me or what I've experienced or what other people that I know have experienced and talk about that the second chances are possible it's an invitation to something better because with the first time it was it didn't work and it was a whatever the situation it was bad or ugly or negative so when the second time comes around you're gonna make damn sure it's better than the first time so that's what, that's what makes it beautiful that's what makes it possible that's what makes it believable to me for couples who have been apart there's always a possibility of rekindling what was once lost you never know what you never know where starting out can take you it can be you know it can take you away from hurtful words and, and past mistakes and towards a relationship that's even better than before you know it takes courage to go back and face the things that, that has pulled us apart but when you do it together the possibilities are endless so you gotta open up your heart and be willing to forgive have an understanding and be available and be ready for all types of communication and use use these experiences to build something new give loving another try and learn how to make it last this time Sometimes taking a break is necessary to gain new perspective and appreciate what you have. Now, when it comes to taking a break, I am a firm believer you need to make it clear to me what is taking a break to you. Because if you say you want to have some some time away, let me know if it's going to be a week, two weeks, a month, a year. Let me know. Because once you say it, once you put it out there, automatically I'm going to think, because of who I am, that I can do what the fuck I want to do. So that means going out with Karen after you told me you want to take a break, then that's what that means. That don't mean that I go out with Karen and when I come out, when I come out the movie theater, there's a rock in my windshield because you upset, but then you put it out there that you want to take a break. So let me know what the, the time frame of this break and what's entailed. Are we going to be together or are we just going to go our separate ways? What, what, what's up? Let me know. Because automatically, I'm going to be, I'm not going to sit around and, um, woe is me why she want to take a break and no that's not happening and a lot of people think like that so when you when you are you know being specific about what you're saying what you mean what you need that's going to help out in the long run because if you say look I need a couple of days just to do me get my head together you know maybe have a girls weekend where it's just you know relaxation or just get away from the relationship okay I understand it because you're being honest you're coming and you let me know what's up with you and what you need and I 
And the only thing I can do is respect that. Because it's communication. I understand. And I believe that what you're saying to me is on the up and up. So it, we're not going to have a problem. Because you, 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 you laid the outline about what it is that you need. So I already understand so yeah, when you when it comes to taking breaks, you need to be you need to make sure you communicate well what it entails. While nothing is certain, there are certain signs that show that relationships can be mended. Look for those moments when you when both of you had when y'all have sat around and joked, laughed together, or when you know old memories bring back a, a sparkle in their eyes. If both parties are willing to try, there may be a way to rekindle your love and reignite the spark. Now, there's no guarantee that things going to work out. But the thing is, you never give up on the possibility of a chance at happiness. The past does not define your future. It only teaches you how you should move forward. So keep an open mind and heart, and you'll, do, and you'll be surprised by what comes, what comes from that. Believe in yourself and believe in the power of love. Reunited couples can take advantage of shared history and build a stronger bond. Now, <clears throat> when life has a way of coming full circle, who's to say you can't find your way back around? You know, with that spark, flame between you, that connection. Okay. That, that that spark between you is, is is the flame is still lit. The connection is powerful and the passion that comes with that. You know how to revive the dissolved feelings and take things to a deeper level than before. Exes are meant to be friends and helpers and lovers. And the possibilities are endless when you have people who think like that. Getting back to your former flame and create something more beautiful than what you had before is very important. It's kind of like a prerequisite if you're trying to, you know, get back that love or find that that lost feeling that you had. Because you have to be inspired by the chance of a second chance. So you got to open your heart to commitment, conversation, and chasing the dream together. It can't be one person wanting to get back together to make things work. Both of you have to come on and be on the same page and say, this is what we want in order for it to work. You can't have one person say, uh, well, you know, I kind of like it the way it was. You know, you come over every once in a while, we do what we do, and maybe go out and get something to eat. Whereas you want continuous time. You want to be text all the time. You need to know where your person is at all the time. You want something different than the casual, I'll see you when I see you. So if you got two different mindsets, it's not going to work on one plane. It's not going to, you're not going to come together and be an equal or be as one. Because you're both chasing different dreams. Let the spark reshape your relationship into something where people envy and you leave them both bre- and you leave people breathless. 
reconnecting with someone can give you can give your life more purpose and meaning. There's a certain spark that can be shared between two two people, between two lovers, a flame of excitement and possibility. Sometimes it's it, it, sometimes it simply get buried beneath the day-to-day struggle of life and distance. But don't let that keep you from exploring what can be. Rekindling a past romance can lead to a beautiful present. You never know what the future may hold when you take the chance of coming together again. Don't settle for anything less than the love that you deserve in this life. Reach out and see if the fire is still alive. You may be surprised at what happens next. The possibility of rekindling a romance are endless when both parties open their hearts. You, you have, like I said a few minutes ago, you have to be on the same page. Your heart has to be open to receive what you didn't receive the first time. You never really know what can be when you give your all. Our minds are full of possibilities, dreaming up scenarios and solutions. But only when the courage to put them into action can we truly unlock our potential and allow it to breathe. Sometimes in the face of difficult decisions or moments, we must take risks and make ourselves vulnerable if we're going to move forward. Making yourself vulnerable is a very, how can I say it? It can be difficult because you are letting your shields or you're letting your defense, you're you're opening yourself up to the possibility. The possibility of anything. The possibility of great love. The possibility of awesome sex. Or the possibility of disappointment. There's much more that you're opening yourself up to. But when you're in a relationship, those three kind of like go together. You know what I'm saying? Um, Love, sex, or disappointment. Now, the latter, you definitely don't want. You don't want to pop up. You don't want disappointment. You don't want someone to hurt you. You don't want to be led astray and end up with nothing. No relationship, no time, no commitment, no sex, no... It's just you've been played or used for someone's enjoyment. So being vulnerable, you have to be in the right mindset. You have to have the right right mindset when it comes to opening yourself up and being vulnerable. And with that, you got to take a, a, a leap of faith and trust that things will turn out for the best. When considering rekindling a relationship, it's important to go into it with an open heart and mind. Anything is possible if you open yourself up. Who knows where the stars will lead you? Be brave and explore your deepest desires, unlocking potential that, will, that were hidden inside you all along. Love is not a thing that can be extinguished easily. And when given the right, nurtured, it can bloom. Whether or not to give a former relationship another chance is an individual decision that only you you and your partner can make. However, rekindling romances comes with risk as well as rewards. Be mindful of both before taking a leap into the unknown. After all, life is too short to miss out on true love. And on that note, I'm going to 
in this podcast because for some reason it took me forever to get this right. <laughs> for one, my dog kept sneezing. So it seemed like every time I was talking, she would sneeze. And um, I already had what I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to talk about this uh, the topic tonight. But for some reason, it felt like something was pushing me towards that. I, you know, I was trying to work it out earlier, and it just didn't come together. You know what I'm saying? So I had to take a break, and um, I took a nap. Got up, and it was still on my mind. So I said, okay, let me put it together. And uh, I got, <laughs> got me a piece of German chocolate cake, and I, I don't know, maybe I need, I had a taste of chocolate. Maybe the chocolate got me together. After I ate the German chocolate cake, I was able to uh, you know, come up with this idea and, and jot it down. You know, but I hate when I have to change. When, when I, see, I try to do the, the, the topic and the, and, the, and the question early in the week, so that way I don't wait until Saturday or Friday night to put down what I want to say. Because once I have it, say like Monday or Tuesday morning, I'll go over it. But then there, there's something in me saying, no, I'm going to talk about that. Because in my mind, maybe I've talked about something, I've, I've said something similar to it, and then I don't want to, you know, keep saying the same thing. So it's just a mental thing with me as a content creator, man. Um, I know I've had a couple of conversations with some people about how long I want to do this. And I'm like, as long as I can come up with ideas or, you know, topics, I'm going to do it. And someone said, well, why don't you branch off and do something else like like blogs or do shorter videos or do this. And that's the plan. But, you know, you just don't have a lot of time throughout the day to do a whole lot, especially when you're working and doing other things. So, you know, I just had some thoughts about what it is I want to do coming up in the new year. You know what I'm saying? And I haven't made no... Um, true um, distinction about what I'm getting ready to do next, but I know as long as I can like I say, as long as I can come up with topics that's not similar to what I've talked about, then I'm going to keep doing the podcast but um, I think the book is really, you know finishing the book is really um, taking its toll on me sometimes, you know um, it's a lot with that editing I just can't pay nobody to do my editing. I, I, I've tried. I did it one time and they you know, fucked it up. So it's like, now I do my own editing. Because in my mind, nobody can tell the story the way I want it told. And why I'm going to pay you $300, $150 to, to change my words? I, I, I've never gotten that. I've never understood why I'm going to pay somebody to tell my story. I just have to sit here and if it takes me a minute to get together, that's what it does, you know. But I'm, I'm going to finish my story. I mean, the stories are finished. It's just you got to make them sound believable. They got to, you know, read how they sound. You know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> are they? A lot of times when I proofread, it's like uh, let me go back and change that or rephrase that. And once you start changing and rephrasing 
you can you, you can rephrase two or three you know sentences, and next thing you know you're doing a whole fucking chapter, and that's been one of my things is I can change something and sit there and look at it and say you know what what if I did the whole chapter like that and next thing you know it's like two or three hours of me changing my words or trying to make words connect or not keep using the same word or if I use the same word use the synonym for that word you know what I'm saying so that's why as a writer you have to be unique you can't do what everybody else is doing you can't you can't um, tell the same story and I think this is what's going to make my book different. Is because you don't have a whole lot of men writing about relationships and sex and fucking. You know what I'm saying? You have some. You have some good ones out there. But you don't have a whole lot where as women are dominant in this in this environment or in this um, in this niche. You know. So for me, it's it's been a um, it's been a lot of growing pains as far as writing this book. to 20 chapters and some of them are experiences that I've experienced some of them are some some shit that somebody I know you know men and women who have went through I just changed it around a little bit so and for the people who are writers and who who have put out multiple books there's a lot I can say about that but I'm I'm gonna leave it right there because I've discovered a whole lot when it comes to writing a book. It's not what you think it is. And I'm not trying to shit on nobody. I'm not trying to, you know, tell anybody secrets or anything like that. But as a writer, as someone who wants to be organic, you just got to tell your own story. So, but anyway, um, I want to say thank you everyone who listens who it is it is still amazing to me when I see how many people listen to the the previous podcast you know uh, I don't know why that still amazes why that still bugs me out because I've been doing it two plus years but whenever I see someone new click on my, my podcast and listen to it, you know, that's a great feeling, man. That's like a like an uh, like an awesome out of body experience for me. And I'm an older dude, you know what I'm saying? I've seen and done so much in my life, but something like that still has meaning. It, it has meaning every time I click. You know? So the thing is I guess I'm saying and doing something right because some people still fuck with me and I appreciate that. That's why I say thank you. That's why I want everybody to continue to like the podcast, share, subscribe, and continue to fuck with me. I hope everybody have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Be safe out here in the streets. Enjoy your uh, your upcoming holidays. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.